Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Ghosties <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. We um, have a confession to make. We recorded... <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like 10 plus minutes of this episode a few days ago, and it was the day that everything went awry, so in true fashion, we were apart at the time, and um, Christina is telling these amazing ghost stories, and it's just breaking up on my end the whole time, so I finally had to stop her, <laughs> and I felt terrible, but we had to um, stop the recording and decide to meet in person this week which i'm really excited about yes i feel like why do i feel like we've seen each other recently but we really haven't right well, we haven't we yeah. haven't we've video chatted a lot more recently yeah. than we have usually because we never really have but it's weird because i was like didn't i just recently see her and i'm like no <laughs> i don't think so i know i know it's been such a weird mm-hmm. couple of weeks yeah it's mercury retrograde it's oh, kicking my tail listen everybody's been exhausted um, I've seen reports on reports, the news, um, no, people on social media <laughs> reporting about their exhaustion, and I'm like, it's not just me. And yeah. I know you were really tired the other day. Yeah. A lot of people. And then, what day was it we tried to record? Wednesday. Because Wednesday. that was the day where everything, I remember I like was I was out on doing Everybody had a crisis. Everyone. My sister's car didn't start. So she had to drive her husband's car to work, oh, and then she right. forgot her parking pass. So she had to park in a lot that's like fifteen minute parking, and she's like, "I'm there. I could get towed." Oh yeah. And then my husband was on the way back, actually, with her husband from snowboarding in West Virginia, and they missed their exit. So I think that's it added right. like a decent amount of time to their trip back. And then I was out driving around that morning, nearly. What is it? Oh, that's. The, you nearly walked up on the Amber Alert that happened. Oh, yeah. At the Wawa. Yeah. That's crazy. There was an Amber Alert. I almost stopped and got myself a tasty treat and a beverage. And I was <laughs> running behind because let's just hashtag mom life. I stuck my finger in a poopy diaper and we're just <laughs> not even going <laughs> to expand on that. 2021, 2021 strikes streak. again. <laughs> and then so I was like, I forgot my water and my snacks at home and once I'm in the car for five minutes I'm starving so I was like I'm gonna stop and get a tasty treat and a drink and then I said you know what no I'm just gonna get on the interstate immediately as I get on the interstate there's an amber alert and it happened to be at the place I was about to stop and get a treat at where a kid was like yeah I wasn't gonna name drop but sure Christine (laughs) it happened at the Wawa (laughs) y'all I still fully support Wawa it had nothing to do with that but so I was like, that's just crazy. And then I nearly hit a bridge lift. It was like three minutes away. People were going 30 miles an hour, which is like five miles under the speed limit in the tunnel. I'm like, do you want to get stuck at this bridge lift? So I miss it just by literally seconds. Yeah, Paul Walker here floors it. Stop it. May he rest in peace. Yeah, why well, couldn't floor it? was so much because everybody in front of me was driving like it was a Sunday. And then I come back. It's been like an hour, hour and a half. 
I hit the nine o'clock bridge lift at ten thirty. On the way what back. What even happened? Even Paul Walker probably had to sit in bridge Listen, lift. He would have jumped the car over <laughs> Fast and the Furious style, and Vin Diesel would have been in there with him. <laughs> I know Anyways. that was a crazy day. It was just there was a lot of little mini crises yeah. everywhere. Is that the crises? Yeah, crises. Yeah, like. Everybody had a thing that day. So then I was like, we're going to sit down and record. I couldn't breathe because, not because of the Rona, but because I'm pregnant and just, ah! your your nose does things. And so Christina said the whole time we're recording what she could hear. I just sounded like, what is it, Jabba the Hutt probably. Missy, okay, so Missy <laughs> finally stops me, bless her heart. And I'm glad she did because I could hear like an echo of myself. But she goes, Christina, I'm sorry to stop you. First of all. I can't breathe. <laughs> and I wasn't laughing at her, but it gave me such a chuckle. Because she said she could tell the whole time I was like struggling to breathe. I could hear just... this this little <laughs> <laughs> not not that bad, obviously. <laughs> I'm just very pregnant. I've got less than three weeks to go. Poor thing. And so I just, you can even hear it now, and I'm sorry. In a few months, I will sound like, you won't even recognize me. You'll be like, who is this new co-host that Christina dumped Missy for? She sounds so clear. Poor thing. She sounds so non-sinusy. Well, and she came today, so we're recording at my house today. Um, and she showed up in her boy mom shirt. Yes. And we had a little mini baby shower yeah, I know. here today. Christina had like cupcakes and some little cute decorations and some gifties for the baby. So yeah. it's been a it's been a lovely morning. And then we spent entirely too long catching up. That's right. We were like, we're gonna record an episode, and then we're gonna go on this investigation, <laughs> even though it's raining, and then we're gonna record another episode, and here we are like an hour late and we're just gonna go with it. We had to gossip. We had to. <laughs> we usually have Tea Tuesday via yes. um, voice messages on Facebook. And just, but we haven't seen each other. So it just, we get so excited. Yeah. Well, this week we are talking about one of our explorations that we did back in June, June. Um, to Fort Monroe. June of 2020, mind you. Yes. So those of you that are listening to us in 10 years from now when we're all famous, you'll know. <laughs> They yes. were here we when. Are here. Um, yeah, so this is one of the first ones we did. Yes. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm just having trouble breathing. Poor thing. You okay? Bear with me. <laughs> but we actually did this. I think it was our second exploration, maybe. It was yeah. like the closest one we've done. It was so exciting because it was so close to where we both live. Mm-hmm. And I have heard crazy ghost stories about this place for years. Yeah. Of course, now that we looked them up, we can't find all of them, but... <laughs> It's an old decommissioned military base, and when we went, um, it was one of the first times that we sat together and meditated, Oh yeah, and that right. I actually was able to kind of see things in meditation. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool. We'll talk about some of that, but I will get into a little bit of the history. Ooh, all right. So Fort Monroe is a decommissioned military installation in Hampton, Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the southern tip of the Virginia Peninsula for those of you that do not live near us and really care about where it is. (laughs) But Fort Monroe, Google it, you'll find all the things about it. It originally guarded the navigation channel between the Chesapeake Bay and Hampton Roads. Mm -hmm. 
And until disarmament in 1946, the areas protected by the fort were the entire Chesapeake Bay and Potomac River regions, including the water approaches to the city of D.C., Baltimore, Maryland. Excuse me. I always re- I read this wrong last time also. So it protected like all kinds of waterways coming in, mm-hmm. along with um, the shipyards, which are in the Navy bases, which are all over our area. Mm-hmm. We have we have a many of them. Yeah. It is surrounded by a moat. It's a six-sided fort, and it is the largest fort by area ever built in the United States. Nice. Which we didn't even realize until I found these little notes the other day. Yeah, I had no idea about that. Yeah. That's crazy. So during the initial exploration by a mission headed by Captain Christopher Newport, which is obviously where Christopher Newport University name comes from over here. In the early 1600s, um, the earliest days of the colony of Virginia, the site was identified as a strategic defensive location. Ooh. Beginning by 1609, defensive fortifications were built at what Fort Monroe, which used to be called Old Point Comfort, during Virginia's two first centuries. Excuse me, I'm really having trouble reading today. <laughs> the principal fort was named in honor of United States President James Monroe. Mm-hmm. Although Virginia became part of the Confederate States of America, Fort Monroe remained in Union hands. Did I say Fort Monroe or something else? I feel like no, I'm, no, no. You said Fort Monroe. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm just not even speaking. I'm just starting to sweat. Things are happening. <laughs> Fort Monroe remained in Union hands throughout the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. It became notable as a historic and symbolic site of early freedom for former slaves under the provisions of contraband policies. For two years thereafter, the former Confederate President Jefferson Davis was imprisoned at the fort. Mm-hmm. His first months of confinement were spent in a cell of the casemated fort walls that is now part of its casemate museum, which we actually, we were outside that building but could not go in because of the Rona. Yeah. So I'm interested to go back in at some point and see what all is in there. Mm-hmm. Around the turn of the 20th century, they added a bunch of gun batteries Excuse me, and it became the largest fort and headquarters of the harbor defensive of the Chesapeake Bay. They housed a bunch of artillery schools there. The Continental Army Command headquarters was there. Army training and doctrine commands, all kinds of places were there, um, like the center of training facilities for these units. It was decommissioned on September 15th, 2011. And many of its functions were transferred to nearby Fort Eustis, which we all know so well also. Nice. There were also a few um, presidents that stayed there, including Abraham Lincoln, and I lost my spot, um, and Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. And we Mm -hmm. have a really cool um, story about the Building One or whatever it was called where Abraham Lincoln stayed, which we actually did some ghosty work around. So that's just a little basic knowledge of the fort. Cool. Well, I've got a couple of ghost stories here um, that pertain to Fort Monroe. Uh, So many people claim to see the ghost of Abraham Lincoln and Jefferson Davis wandering the fort. Abraham Lincoln uh, also stayed in a private residence, just like you were just talking about, on Fort Monroe several times. Uh, Jefferson Davis was wrongly accused of Lincoln's assassination and was jailed at Fort Monroe for a period of time. Davis's ghost is said to walk the ramparts at night. His wife's spirit is said to still reside here as well, waiting for her husband to come home. I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. They said she stands on a porch or something, maybe? Do you something. remember that? 
Yeah, something about that. I think she's maybe the lady in white. Mm -hmm. Almost there. Uh, it says, many have reported a window from the Jefferson uh, residence on Fort Monroe randomly beginning to vibrate, signaling her ghost is still watching for her husband to I'm come sorry, out vibrate? from the cell. Vibrate? How does a window vibrate? I don't know. I've never is seen it like that. if a train's going by and it shakes? Oh, maybe. Yeah. You only notice it if you're sitting next to said window? Maybe it's like the window, or remember the cat that jumped out at us? Mm, stop. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't even know how we're going to work that in, but sometime we will. Anyways. Uh, let's see. Many have reported the vibrating window. Uh, we <laughs> still have questions. Anyways. <laughs> Workers on the fort have said that they see ghost slash phantom cat that roams the fort. Floating orbs have been spotted in many photographs taken at the fort as well. An EVP recording uh, was taken during a ghost tour. Uh, and it recorded a little girl's voice calling for her cat named Greta. Oh, that's cute and terrifying. I know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it says there's a lady in white also who is famously said to walk the boardwalk close to the Chamberlain Hotel known as Ghost Alley. She is thought to be the wife of the captain. Or, excuse me, she's thought to be the wife of a captain who was murdered uh, with his gun after she had an affair. Yikes. Mm. Scandalous. Yikes. So she's um, been forced to haunt the area wearing know, right? her scarlet letter. I know, right? <laughs> um, it says, some visitors to the fort have reported seeing a moat monster. Okay. That appears... <laughs> Listen. We need to talk about that. What, the moat monster? That is terrifying. Yeah. I know. I know. I want to ask about the moat monster when we do our spirit box session yeah. about this. I... I told you, the idea of a moat monster just freaks me out. Things in water I know. that you can't see, or even that you could see. I don't know if it's worse if you can see them or not. Well, that's such, like, murky water anyway. Ugh. It just that's, like, bothers all, me. like, dirt-colored and stuff. It really bothers me, and I didn't even it? realize. I don't know. And see, <laughs> okay, here, I have an issue with water. I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. We're not going <laughs> to reference any more of that conversation, but... I'm a Pisces, so I love the water, mm -hmm. but I'm also terrified of it. <laughs> I really am. Like, I can't swim well, and I'm sure that doesn't help. I have anxiety, and then you pair like a monster. The Loch Ness Monster has always fascinated me and terrified me at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, like, what is this? Is it like a brown thing that like, is like a snake? Is it like the Basilisk from Harry Potter? Oh! <laughs> Anyways... Gross. I just, we have questions. We have to ask the spirit box. I'm so worried. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, it's. Oh, gosh, I can't. <laughs> it says when the Chamberlain Hotel burned down on March the 7th, 1920. Oh, day after my birthday. Yes. Coming up on the anniversary. I know. Cheers. It's a, <laughs> it said uh, that a girl, a little girl, actually died in the fire on the seventh <sighs> floor. Her spirit has been spotted peering out of the windows and banging on the walls. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. Ew. It is said that the top floors of the hotel were closed off while it was still open to numerous sightings of apparitions. Uh, it also says that there's a house on Fort Monroe that is haunted. Now, yes. you and I talked about this. The one that the walls, you can paint the walls a certain color and the walls will go back to the yeah. same original color. Yeah. I think one of your friends was telling us yeah. about that house too. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you have, there's one and I could not find the story when I looked it up again. 
but this woman, I think like, let her dog out. Excuse uh-huh. me, what are you looking at? I don't I, I just got chills. <laughs> we have to stop right now. This is what happens when we record together. I, for <sighs> those of y'all at home that don't know, I just saw some movement and turned around really suddenly, but then I scared Missy. <laughs> very jumpy again. Remember that period of time where I was very jumpy? It's happening again. Are your clothes settling? No, because right. they're too tight to settle right now. <laughs> ah, so if my, my, my clothes do settle, then I know it's a spirit this time. There is no way around it. Poor thing. Yeah. Or not. She takes a deep breath. <laughs> I keep alternating from leaning back and leaning forward because I have this giant, like, the baby's only six pounds, allegedly, but I've gained, like, 50, and that's not even an exaggeration, so I just have this giant mount of baby in front of me, and it's just hard to breathe. Anyways. Poor thing. Okay, so the house. Apparently, there's a house, a story, and someone let their dog out Mm -hmm. because their dog was barking or something, and then they saw, like, a soldier... Yeah. I don't remember. There's something. We're going to have to look at that. Sorry, Ruby. Uh, my pup, Ruby, who I'm sure y'all have heard, like, barking and She's doing... She's the infamous dog fart. <sighs> yes. Dog <laughs> farts. <laughs> she... Okay, so just a little backstory for you guys. Like, during the day, she's like a lump during the day. She doesn't move. She isn't, you know, running around unless she hears something. Bitsy's going behind the door. The other dog's going behind the door. Things are happening. Lord Jesus. Every time we sit and do ghosties, these dogs, like, come alive. They're yeah. running all around. They're oh, yeah. F- they're farting in the corner of the room. <laughs> it's just... They're in my lap trying to get my attention. Like, every time we record and do ghosties. So I'm steadily running interference here in the middle it's of just, all this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fine. Like, you guys don't care. And you probably wouldn't hear half of it if we didn't bring it up, but... Lands of the living. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we are going to have... We'll try to find some more Fort Monroe ghost stories. Yeah. Should we talk about what we experienced while we were there? It was a lot. And mind you, we're just recapping this, and it's legit been, what, six, seven, eight months or something? Yeah. So we keep thinking of more things as we recap this. Mm -hmm. It's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So we were we were like ravenous hungry when we first got yeah, to Fort Monroe. All about that. Yeah. We <clears throat> felt like maybe it had something to do with if there had been any POWs at Fort Monroe. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's a nod to like Jefferson Davis uh, when he was wrongly imprisoned. Um, but we were like, I distinctly remember feeling like ravenous. Didn't the I whole have snacks? Time. And yeah, like, and we had. Did snacks. we have those turkey roll-ups? Probably. Yeah, I thought about those today. <laughs> On our ghosty explorations, I used to make these turkey, like, what did it have? Avocado, turkey, yes, hummus. hummus, roll-ups on, like, spinach wrap. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Delicious. Anyway. <laughs> Lord. Sorry about us. <laughs> um, so we were, like, ravenous the whole time. Yeah. And it was also, like, 100 degrees. Yeah. Um, let's see. We saw when we actually parked... We parked in front of the Chamberlain Hotel and we did our grounding and protection meditation yes. there. Um, and while we were doing that, you saw like your Tom Selleck guy. Yeah, he had a handlebar mustache. Yes. Ish, yeah. You saw Which like, a lot of them back then did, but... But still. Yeah. She saw that and then I saw what looked like a lady in a cream colored dress um, in a flapper style hat from around the 1920s. What looked like... She opened the window to the top floor of the Chamberlain and then jumped out. 
That's startling. So maybe this is a nod to the lady that died uh, that is known as the Lady in White, perhaps, yeah. um, that walks along um, Ghost Alley. Maybe this is a nod to someone who passed away when the Chamberlain burned down. Not sure. Um, we also thought it was interesting. She saw somebody with that handlebar mustache. We also found out that Edgar Allan Poe, um, for a period of time, stayed on uh, Fort Monroe during his military career and actually stayed at the Chamberlain, so we thought that was pretty cool. Uh, there was also uh, a general named John P. Weiser. I'm just going to say Weiser. Yeah. Um, who headed up the artillery school, from what we understand. We'll post a picture of him later today in the Ghosties group, but he had the Tom Selleck-type yeah. mustache. Didn't we find his picture on, like, a plaque or something there? Yes. Yeah, when we were exploring. And, yeah, he was the guy that, when we walked in front of the artillery school, Yeah. he was the guy we think that we saw uh, peering out the window at us. Yeah, he gave me kind of like a feeling like, okay, you've seen what you need to see. Now yeah. get out of Christina here. Christina was like, all right, it's time for us to go. I was like, noted. Let's go. You know, <laughs> here we go. I'm taking her advice. Because we were standing in front of this building, and I was like, I feel like I can tell people are sitting around a training table, like looking down, almost testing or something. And then there was a man. She said she could see a man staring out the window. And I said, I think there's two guys, like one on either side of them, mm-hmm. look, st- looking at the... I don't know if who the soldiers, whatever, just watching. Yeah. Like watching them test or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like, all right, it's time for us to go. I'm like, noted. Come on. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> he just, anybody here who's a medium or, you know, works with spirits uh, pretty consistently, every once in a while you'll come across a spirit that is territorial over a space and kind of gives you that look like you've seen what you've seen. Now it's time for you to... You saw nothing. Bye. It's time for you to get moving. And that's the way he made me feel. Like, he didn't feel scary, but yet... Well, it scared me. He was commanding. <laughs> he was like, y'all get on up out of here. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, let's see. We felt like our legs got really heavy at yeah. certain points. Like, they were chained together. Yep. Um, it was really difficult to walk around there. Uh... So when we got to the presidential quarters. Yes, that whatever, building one, house one, yes. whatever it was called. Yes. We'll post a picture of uh, the house later today, too, so that you guys can see it. I'm curious, because aren't they doing, like, upgrades to it and stuff, too? Yes. So I'm curious. It's been so long as how it might look now, or if it's... I know, or if it's different. Because we were able to look in some of the windows, and I was so scared. I was like, I'm going to see a ghost. <laughs> this is it. I didn't. But we saw what looked like... Um, an African-American woman dressed uh, almost like she was perhaps a slave. That was the feeling that she gave us. And she had a small child with her. Yep. Um, and probably, I think this was probably the coolest experience that I had while we were there. Um, we were in front of that presidential quarters and Missy started getting really emotional because we were talking about how we were feeling this type of energy of a woman and her child there. Yeah. And this is like, I think, right after I found out I was pregnant. So yes. it was very, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were behind in like the, the back. The back end so of the So I was already feeling like anxious about being somewhere we might not <laughs> have been a- supposed to be, but we were. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I could see her almost, uh, it looked like. She gave me the feeling like she had zero concerns about herself. 
she just wanted her child to be able to leave. Yeah. She was like, just take my child, just take uh, my child, take my child. Um, still gives so, me goosebumps thinking about it. I know. So we opened um, a gate, uh, asked her if she would be willing to cross over into the other side because she felt earthbound to me. Um, and she crossed very quickly. She ran. Yes. Oh, I just got chills again. She like took the kid and was like, bye. Once she realized it was like safe. Yeah. But it, I mean, it still makes me like tear up thinking about it now because it was those same emotions. Like you, at least for me, like I felt desperate, yep. um, really emotional at that time. And then we both felt like relief almost yeah. after she had gone. It was weird. And that was the first time I'd ever really, I think, potentially channeled a little bit mm-hmm. because I remember I just started feeling like the warmth and the tingles on the back of my head and my neck. And I was like, I think I need to lean up against this wall. Uh-huh. Um, and then that's when all the, everything came out. Yeah. <laughs> with a dog just sighed like are you guys done yet let's see for those of you who can't see this one of my dogs is literally she has her head stuck underneath one of the chairs next to me and she just grunted a second ago she's like i've heard this before <sighs> um all right so we helped her cross over uh let's see when we got towards that training building, um, after we had left and we had seen uh, Grumpy Pants in the oh, window, pants. we saw that plaque that referred to him after the fact that gave us the name General John P. Uh, Weiser. Missy could see what looked like children um, hiding underneath the stairs yeah. of the presidential residence, like outside. There's these staircases and they like, there's like little... Underneath it, like it's like hollow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollow space, Mm -hmm. and I felt like it felt really dark and just like that. Kids were hiding under there, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Like Uh, they shouldn't be seen, you know. Yes, like there was like this general vibe, like children should be seen and not heard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's see. And we did see the actual like weird guy that was on Fort Monroe. Yeah, we always see a weird person. Which is not uncommon, but there's just someone that feels very... She, we were we were walking together, and I think we had almost gotten up to that uh, museum. And he was standing, like, over by one of the private residences. Just, wasn't he Completely, barefoot Yeah, he was barefoot, standing still on the pavement. Now, it was like a thousand degrees outside yeah. that day, so... I mean, you could fry an egg on the pavement. So yeah. when we saw him, I was thinking, like, that's weird. He just looked out of place. And then he waved at us and said, like, hello, Have a good ladies, day or, or something. something. Yeah. Like, there were other people out and about and stuff, and it's like he didn't even acknowledge them. But when we walked by, he kind of was like, Have a good day or something. And I was like, Oh. I fully expected to look over again and him not be there. Yeah. Just from the way he acted. Yeah. Because it was, it was so out of place. Um, kind of like our weird people in Hollywood Cemetery, which we haven't talked about yet. I need, we need to talk about that. We have to. Because we have two different stories. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyways. Um, let's see. Uh, when we were next to the military barracks, you were hearing what sounded like a siren. Yeah. And men running downstairs. Yeah. Um, almost like they were doing a drill. Uh, let's see. As we were leaving and we were passing the barracks, um, I felt like, I remember this now, like I had gotten hit in the head yeah. almost. I, it was like this burning, searing pain in my head. 
and then we also started smelling cigarettes, or you did. Oh, yeah. When we were driving around, we mm-hmm. kind of, like, Fort Monroe is a decent size. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's, like, breweries and a beach club and just all kinds of stuff. But we drove down past, um, I think there were other little, like, fenced-off areas we couldn't go in. Mm-hmm. So we just kept driving, and we found this campsite, <laughs> which was weird. And we turned around, and as we were leaving... It smelled like somebody lit a cigarette in my car. Yeah. And Christina couldn't even smell it right then. I couldn't. And I was looking around. There's nobody outside smoking. And I know I was newly pregnant and very sensitive to smell, but it was, it smelled like somebody was in the car smoking. It was overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And then you saw what looked like maybe, um. Oh, the jailer. A jailer. Is that what they're called? Uh, a warden. Warden. A jailer. Yeah. Yeah swinging like a big thing of keys mm-hmm. yeah it looks yeah. like almost like one of those you know the skeleton keys yeah like, like the iron ones walking by the car and you i remember you told um you put a little kind of disclaimer out there like nobody's allowed to come home with us because it yeah. smelled like somebody was sitting in my car smoking a cigarette yeah that once it continued and it just got stronger i just wanted to cover all our bases because you, you know, anytime you investigate anything, you run the potential of having some stragglers following you home. It seems like we pick up a straggler. We picked up one in Matthews, remember? And, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if we did in Richmond or not. The whole vibe at Richmond Richmond was was weird. Richmond's a different vibe. I can't wait to talk about Hollywood Cemetery because that was... During protests and stuff, too. Yeah, it was all during, like, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And everything just felt, like, so... We were very on edge. Like a tinderbox up yeah. there. Yeah. So I can't... I'm, I'm interested to go back. We were supposed to go back and something happened. I can't remember. I don't remember. Uh, was that when... Oh, that's when my basement flooded again. Oh. Uh, remember that? Oh, yeah. See, uh. like, what we say, like, every time we get ready to do something Ghosties related... Some sort of like mini natural disaster happens. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Or somebody's like under the weather, or you know, just we which have... we've taken like pleasant, maybe like redirections with the Rona. Yeah, you know, so we've rolled with the punches, but it is getting a little old. It's getting a little old, <laughs> and then we're gonna throw in the fact that I'm about to have a kid and won't be able to really go out on explorations for a while, and it's really it's a downer. But there will come times when yeah we have several places we want to go back to mm-hmm. we gotta go back to the hill house yeah we're trying to think of like local places we can go that mm-hmm. don't take like hours to get there and yeah are within daycare hours for me and you know i know and if you guys at home have a recommendation for something that's local in virginia uh that is haunted maybe even a topic that you would like us to talk about um any particular questions that you have, any kind of recommendations, shoot us a message, send us an email at ghostiespodcast at gmail.com. We are, are we still going to do part two today for... We would like to. All right. We're going to go, our plan right now is to venture out in the rain to Fort Monroe Mm -hmm. and do some spirit box sessions. Mm -hmm. It's okay, Ruby. It's okay. We have a growling dog. Um, Mm -hmm. And at least get some videos probably up on YouTube. Yeah. We do have a YouTube channel for those of you that haven't heard us say it a million times. Yes. And um, 
yeah, so we're going to try to go do that, see what other information we can pull, and maybe even try to record a part two. Cool. If we get enough information. All right, guys. You can at least see us on YouTube. Lord. Sorry about us. All right, guys. Well, we're going to sign off. See you. Bye. Bye.